Welcome to the Sick and Successful Podcast. If you're a business owner, work in corporate, or have a side hustle you're passionate about, you're going to want to stick around because I promise to ask the tough questions and talk about the things others shy away from. You know, what it's really like to own a business and be chronically ill. I'm going to give you that push you need towards following your dreams and be the friend you come back to week after week to talk about the real things in life and in business. If you have goals and are working towards them, if you're determined to be successful, no matter what life's obstacles get in the way, this podcast is for you. Dream big and tune in. Welcome back to the Sick and Successful Podcast. This is your host, Natalie Supez. I'm not going to lie, you guys, this week has been super tough. I'm going through one of the hardest things I've ever gone through in my whole entire life. And when I'm ready to chat about that, I will chat about that a little bit more on the podcast. I will absolutely share with you because I feel like you guys are my friends and like I understand you, you understand me. I'm definitely going to share with you, but it's just not ready to share just yet. But just so you know, if I'm not my hype extra extroverted self, then that is why. But this week I wanted to talk to you about hiring your first employee or getting help for your business and it not having to be as tough as you think it is. So I wanted to give you a little background around my story and when I hired my first employee, which is actually Alexa. And well, actually, no, she wasn't my first employee, but my first long-term employee was Alexa, who wasn't a friend, who wasn't just someone helping me out. And she has been with us close to a year now. In August, I believe it'll be a year And she is working more than full time and she is managing and she is running so much, but that's not how it started. So to back up a little bit, back in August of 2021, the business was brand new. It was expanding quite quickly. We had a bunch of new clients and I knew I needed help, but I was like a lot of you are scared to hire because hiring someone full time or an employee, especially in Canada, you need to make sure you're set up to hire them. You need to get all the paperwork in place. You need to get all your GST numbers and all of that. And when you're just starting out, that seems like a daunting task. And so I wasn't ready to hire a full-time employee by any means. I wasn't making enough to cover that yet. And and I wasn't even sure how to hand over things. But I knew that I needed help and things were getting a little bit of overwhelming. So at the time, I had a friend of mine um, who was also a business owner helping with some engagement for our clients and things like that and content, but mostly it was me. And then I went on Upwork. So I had used Upwork in the past and have an amazing editor for YouTube videos from Ukraine. And she is phenomenal. And I love her. Her name is Anastasia. And I've been working with her since I believe like 2018. So I thought like, maybe let me go check out Upwork and see if I can find someone who can help me create some content. Like I was thinking five hours a week at like $6 an hour per se US because Upwork is all in US. Okay, that's doable. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, $30 a week. I can absolutely swing that. Plus then that's five extra hours I get to spend on business. So I went on to Upwork and I put a job posting and got an overwhelming amount of responses. So keep that in mind is that's probably going to happen to you and I'll give you some tips on how to deal with that if that's something you want to do. But I got an overwhelming amount of responses and I was reading through them all and I was overwhelmed and it took me a while to even go through them. And what I was looking for specifically was someone to create audio wave content, so specifically for podcast posts. 
The program we use is called Wave. That's the program we use to create audio wave content. But a program is so glitchy and it takes so much time and it is so frustrating that it was just the first thing I wanted to get rid of on my to-do list. And so that is what I hired Alexa for. The way that I found her through Upwork was I was going through everybody's applications and Alexa specifically said something along the lines of, I've never used Wave before, but I'm a quick learner and I have all of this other experience, something along those lines. And she actually didn't have any reviews or anything on Upwork at the time. She was new to the platform, I believe. And I liked her honesty and it kind of stuck out for me. And I narrowed down the list of the amount of the, of the people that I was interested in working with. And I interviewed Alexa through Zoom. And right away, I knew she was going to be a great fit. We totally connected. And she came on for five hours a week, which then turned to 10 hours a week to, to 15 to very quickly. I was asking her to leave her other side gigs to come on full-time for SNS Creative. And I like to call her my unicorn because she has been phenomenal in every position of this company. Like she has really done a lot in all different aspects of my company. But I think it is possible for you to find a person like that for your business as well. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs are just worried, scared to hire a VA, a virtual assistant, or to get any help because people can be burned. And so I do want to preface that I have hired some pretty shitty employees before via Upwork and via other means. And so it is not like you're going to find this one perfect person and then another perfect person. And that's not how it works. So when you're ready to start hiring, you have to be ready to obviously be a manager, to let people know what to do and to have step-by-step processes for them to do would obviously be ideal. Now, let me say I had no step-by-step processes for Alexa. Alexa and I communicated at the time via an app called Voxer. We would talk back and forth. I taught her how to do Wave, the, the content creation via Zoom and her trial and error. And that's how we communicated and went back and forth at the time she's actually in the Philippines so she's changed her schedule at the beginning to be the same schedule as mine so she was awake during the nights and sleeping during the days so that she could get trained and onboarded properly and got to know the business all in all out what is that saying I'm looking for but once she did she went back to her normal schedule and we still communicate via slack now my experience with horrible employees I Honestly, I attribute it to myself. So I didn't go through the process of fully interviewing on Zoom or fully having them go through some kind of sample test or really being a good manager in of giving them all of the things that they need to be successful or all of the step-by-step outlines. And so they just didn't work. They weren't a good fit for our company. There was a few of them. I'm not talking about anyone specific here. But you kind of get to know that really quickly. So some of the tips that I have for when you're hiring your first employee is number one, hire before you think you're ready. But obviously make sure that you can afford it. (laughs) But you don't have to be uh, making $100,000 a year and able to afford someone's full-time salary. You can literally have someone helping you by doing some admin tasks that are, you know, you're paying $30 a week and just getting some things that you really take a lot of time on off of your hands so that you can spend them doing things that are important in your business, you know, like sales or marketing or content creation, things that only you can do. So that's number one, hire before you think you're fully ready. 
Number two is know what you're hiring for. So before you sit down and put a job application up anywhere, know what it is that this task, this person should do and what are the metrics that you know that they're succeeding on. So be it getting things back on time to you, be it being creative, being hitting a certain number, being doing things in a certain amount of time, whatever it is, know the parameters you need to know if this person is successful. And then also be lenient. So within the first week or two, it takes someone some time to get onboarded, right? They have to get to know your business. They have to get to know what you're doing. So the first two weeks, no one's going to be perfect. Um, But you will in that time be able to get a vibe check and see how things are going. Another tip that I have for you is interview via Zoom, no matter what you're interviewing for. Obviously, you can interview in person too if, if they're in wherever you live. But make sure you're interviewing via Zoom, even if it's a quick task, it's a contractor or something like that, still interview them because a lot of the times people will apply to your applications on Upwork or on Fiverr, wherever you're hiring, and say that they have qualifications that they don't. So I've had people apply for jobs that we've actually hired uh, for podcast editing. Obviously, they didn't edit any of our clients' podcasts, but we, we thought they were great. They did a sample edit. And then it turns out that they don't speak English very well and they have said that they speak fluent English. And so that's a problem when creating show notes or other things, obviously, right? So we've had to let people go for that reason where they say, you know, I'm great at this. And then it turns out that they aren't. So interview them first so that you can see if they have all of the qualifications they say they do, but also if they're a right fit for your company. So you should know what the values of your company are and the core values and really stick to that and hire and fire by them. And if this person, let's say you're a company who really, really cares about client satisfaction and wowing the customer, that's something that we really pride ourselves on. But maybe this person thinks that, you know, they have some kind of attitude when it comes to clients or something like that. You can totally see that in an interview. And I'm, I'm talking from experience. So keep that in mind when hiring. Last but not least is treating your employees really well. So something that we do is I am very open with all of my employees. We chat all the time. We have meetings. We talk about things that are going well in our life, things that are not, obviously, with with business boundaries in place. But I have employees who sometimes were hired for one position and it turns out they're amazing at something else. And so pivoting them and getting them to do things that they love to do. Alexa specifically, she came on board to create those audio wave files. You know, everything was kind of put in place and she would create them. She would put the captions on, etc. But then I found out that she's an artist and she's really artistic. So she started creating content for our clients. And then I found out she likes to do this and that. And over time, she is now in a position, obviously more of a management position, but she is doing things that she enjoys to do that she didn't even know she liked to do before. She gave podcast editing a shot and now she's our main editor and she's phenomenal at that. She's great at creating content and she gets to do things that she enjoys to do versus, you know, just having a monotonous job where you're coming in for a paycheck. So I really try to think about how I felt as a corporate employee and I put that top of mind for my employees. And so if there's something that maybe they're struggling at, I also give them the opportunity to take courses and to get training and I make training videos and then also have that kind of flexibility to to make sure that they are in the right seat of our company. So that is my tips on hiring. This is the number one tip, okay? If you take anything away from this podcast, I want you to take this away and you might have heard this somewhere else, but I really live and breathe by this. Hire slowly and fire quickly. 
if someone is, and like I said, give them a few weeks to get on board and give them training and give them everything they need. Make sure you have SOPs and so that it's not on your end. But if someone doesn't fit the values of your company, if someone doesn't fit with the team, if someone isn't treating your employees the way you want to treat them, if someone isn't maybe having as much attention to detail as you need within the company, if they've said they've had qualifications that they don't have, it's okay to let someone go as hard as it is and as uncomfortable as it is it really will be a benefit to your company versus keeping someone on longer than necessary, which will cause problems in your business. And I've had that happen as well, where because I just felt bad and because I was excited about a person, I didn't let them go as fast as we should have. And that caused some problems with our clients and we had to really go back and do some damage control. So learn from my mistakes, hire slowly, fire quickly, Obviously, do your best and know that you can be hiring help. If you're not ready to hire help fully in your business yet, let's say you're a brand new business and you're kind of just figuring out what you do as a business, think about hiring help at home. That's something that we've done that's been such a game changer for our family is I really don't love cooking. Cooking is something I hate doing, to be honest. I just... Uh, The thought of dinner, making dinner just stresses me out, even though I was a holistic health coach, even though I was a personal trainer, even though I used to teach about it, I just get really stressed out about cooking. My husband works late. He doesn't love cooking either. It wasn't something he was ever taught while he was growing up, you know, so... When we were a single couple, dinner was like, fend for yourself. (laughs) Sometimes I would make it when I was on a health kick. Sometimes we would order. Sometimes we would just not eat dinner or have like some kind of snacks. But now that we have a daughter, it's really important, obviously, to have dinner every night and to be feeding her. And so what we've done is we've outsourced making dinner. And obviously, we're not at a point in our lives where we can have a chef coming in every week to make a full dinner, which would be amazing, you know, future long-term goals. But as of right now, we have found something that actually works phenomenal for our family is we order HelloFresh every week. We get four meals of HelloFresh. And then three days a week, my personal assistant and admin assistant, Maddie, she cooks the dinner for us. So she has a work day here and then she finishes the work day and she cooks dinner. She's in an office anyways, and it takes her, you know, 30, 45 minutes. And then one day a week, I actually have my aunt who or she comes here twice a week, but she one day a week she's cooking and she actually helps tidy the house and do some of the dishes and fold some of the laundry, things like that. And then she cooks dinner for us. And so that has been, you know, not the craziest expense. We pay them per hour. We buy HelloFresh, but the amount of stress it's taken off of our shoulders and the fact that we get to eat a good home cooked meal every day of the week almost has been really a game changer for us. So think about things that way too. Like, you know, we could have a cleaner here every two weeks and a personal chef. The amount that that would cost would probably be like upwards of 100K per year. Instead, we've found family members and people in our lives that, you know, could use some extra work, some extra, you know, they want to make some extra cash. Maybe you have a teenager in your life who wants to come and help with the kids for a couple hours before bedtime so that you can do some chores or maybe they can put the dishes away and do some laundry while you're playing with your family. You know, there's things like that that you can do that aren't that expensive that really make a difference in your life, even starting with a home cleaner once a month. When our cleaners come, our cleaners come every two weeks. So we have my aunt here. She's helping tidy every week. Then we have Madison. She's cooking. She also does help with some around the house chores, sometimes like folding Alicia's laundry. 
anyone else like folding a million tiny pieces of clothes just is exhausting sometimes and over and over the amount of times you have to wash them anyways and then we have bi-weekly cleaners who come and when they come it's just like the best feeling ever your floors are spotless and the dust is gone and the bathrooms are phenomenal and I just work better like that when everything is tidied and clean so think about not just outsourcing in your business but think about outsourcing in your everyday life as well and if you feel like you can't afford it there are other ways around it. Like I mentioned a few episodes ago, thinking outside of the box in your business. Sometimes you need to think outside of the box in your day-to-day life to make things work, right? We're all out here trying to live our best lives and trying to accomplish our dreams and reach our goals. And it's about time we start asking for help. You feel me? Like it's time we start reaching out, getting help, asking our partners for help, asking our family for help, outsourcing help so that we can do the things we love so that we can build the life of our dreams. I think I'm going to leave it at that. I would love to connect with you wherever that may be. Obviously, we are on Instagram. My personal page is at For the Success and our business page is at SNS Creative. All will be linked in the show notes below. But if you want to take one moment to screenshot this episode and post it on your stories and tag one of those accounts, that would mean the world to me because I love to see that you're listening or that you got a little bit from this. And if you are listening at the moment and this sparked something in your mind, I would love to know what is the number one thing you want to outsource right now, After listening to this episode, what is one thing you wish you could get help for right now in your business or in your everyday life? And remember, dream big, it's possible for you, and the next version of success is around the corner. Mm